Star Wars 7x7 episode 2388. In a new episode of What to Watch Now, we're going to go back to the Star Wars YouTube channel, or particularly an offshoot from that YouTube channel, and a handful of videos that were commissioned for the sequel trilogy. Punch it. <laughs> Rebel Razor. I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So the Offshoot channel is the Star Wars Kids channel and the series of videos is called Star Wars Rollout. Now here's the background on it. There's a gentleman named Hideo Itoyanaga. Itoyanaga? My apologies Hideo if I'm mispronouncing. Uh, Hideo created a video summary of The Force Awakens for the Japanese audience and all the characters were reimagined in animation as BB-8-like characters, like their bodies rolled just like BB-8s rolled. And Kathleen Kennedy was so taken with it that she hired him to do a number of these rollout episodes. So there are six of them and they all focus on the sequel era and sequel trilogy characters. It started in August of 2019 as a run-up to the Rise of Skywalker with BB-8 and the Jungle Adventure, which was three quick episodes. They're barely two minutes long. And the gist of it is that they are back on Dakar for this episode where the Resistance had its base in The Force Awakens and a bunch of droids are clearing out forest and digging tunnels and BB-8 wants to help and is not meant for that kind of work and he gets into a bit of trouble which includes encountering an animated version of a spider that looks kind of like the giant spiders that we saw in The Mandalorian in episode two from season two. The Krikna, I believe, called and they were also seen in Star Wars Rebels as well. It's not the only Mandalorian connection but that's certainly <laughs> one of them. Following that three episode story came a two-parter which was Chewie and the Porgs and the Sea Monster and Chewie and the Porgs have an interesting relationship. I guess they are still mad for him frying one because he's sleeping and they drop a tree branch in his mouth while he's sleeping to mess with him and they are just constantly being a bother and taunting him until Chewie in his hunt for food gets captured by a sea monster and it's rather gruesome. The sea monster like is bubbling up a bunch of creatures and over time it seems like they liquefy and just the skeletons remain. And so the Porgs end up helping not only Chewie but all sorts of sea creatures that have been captured by this thing. Then the only other two-parter is the one that follows next with Maz Kanata and the giant Glorp. Giant Blorp? Glorp. Blorp. It's Blorp. <laughs> it's Blorp. It's basically this radioactive looking green thing in a case and a couple of guys that have sort of skull-like faces for the animation are carrying this thing and it keeps trying to peek out and smile at people in Maz's castle in her bar and these guys don't like it and they get out the electro zapper and that turns out to be a really bad idea because zapping it gives it energy and power and makes it explode and starts swallowing people. And in this one you get to see a stylized version of what you could only consider to be Maz's throne room basically which is high atop 
the temple of uh, Maz Kanata's space. And other characters from Maz's castle show up that you may have seen in the movie, like, for example, that giant robot, the designation of which I can't think of, but Han and Rey and Finn pass that robot as they are entering into the courtyard before they go into Maz's castle. And then the uh, Crimson Corsair is also present in this animation as well, so they're neat little ties to the actual movie stuff that happened in here. Then there's Ray and the Secret Treasure, and if you remember the creature called Tito that captured BB-8 in The Force Awakens, well, Tito is meant to be like the word Jedi, both a singular and a plural, and so we see a gang of Tito who are giving Ray a hard time and stealing stuff from her and being complete jerks to her, which is awful. But then Ray happens upon a sinkhole, and in exploring it, she finds a ton of amazing treasure that she can sell to Unkar Plot for lots of portions, and also a potted flower, but who potted the flower is never really revealed. And the Tito, once they realize that Ray has found some secret stash or something, show up with a giant worm-like vacuum cleaner just trying to suck up everything in their path, and hilarity ensues from there. And then you get the story of Finn and the busted up droids, and I will say this one for me was the only one where it felt like even though these are all stylized and there's no dialogue, you know, it's about as stripped down as it could possibly be, but it feels like everybody has been characterized in a rather accurate way so far. Maz Kanata more or less acts like her on-screen character. Rey acts more or less like her on-screen character. So does Chewie. So does BB-8. But in the one with Finn, Finn is actually depicted as a klutz, which he is not, but yeah, it's weird. Like he, you know, like loses his helmet, he's falling over on people, he's making Phasma mad, which, you know, I guess that's par for the course. And as a punishment for his mistakes, he gets put on sanitation duty, which, you know, also tracks and through a mishap or two, he ends up getting sucked into a garbage pit where he meets a couple of busted up droids who look like they're about to do him in and it turns out a little bit differently and that one was probably also the most surprising one in terms of plot and went in a lot of different directions and tied things in. It was just the klutziness thing that was a little surprising. And so those five were all released before The Rise of Skywalker and finally the last one, which also is the thing that I said has a Mandalorian tie to it, is Ben Solo and the Bug Hunters, and that was released in March of 2020. Actually, the last episode came out on April Fool's Day, April 1st. And the gist of that is kind of funny as well. Han and Chewie are planning some sort of smuggler's heist that they're trying to keep secret from Leia, and they managed to sneak off, but with a stowaway, Ben Solo, who is depicted as being a rather mischievous kid, causing all sorts of trouble, and naturally, when he finds out that Dad and Uncle Chewie are going on this adventure, he sneaks on board as well. And what a great parent and uncle. <laughs> they tie him up on the Falcon and leave him behind while they go to their mission where there are apparently a bunch of butterflies, blue blup, blue butterflies, blah. And they, like, as they just flap their wings, they produce these little flakes, these little crystals that are being 
you know, mined as diamonds by these bug hunters. Han and Chewie get captured, and luckily Ben Solo is able to break free of his restraints. And through his just general curiosity and interest, he stumbles upon the bug hunter ship and frees all the butterflies, and all sorts of hilarity ensues with that. But the tie-in for the Mandalorian has to do with the butterflies because if you will recall this would be the tragedy so this is chapter 14 of the Mandalorian or season 2 episode 6 if you prefer when Grogu is sitting on the seeing stone he looks around in the air and little butterflies show up around him and that is a link to this Ben Solo and the bug hunters thing the little blue butterflies and this is also something that you may have seen on Twitter. If you follow folks who are, you know, Star Wars involved on Twitter, you may occasionally see a blue butterfly in their name or in their bio or something like that. And it's often a reference to that, but it also, I believe, has a tie into the, the Raylo shipping phenomenon and, you know, that good stuff too. So anyway... Star Wars rollout, it's a neat little diversion. <laughs> if you have, you know, 10, 15 minutes here or there and you, you know, don't want to be bored or a half hour to go through them all, it's, it's good fun. Why not? You know, <laughs> the Mandalorian isn't coming back for another year, maybe. So hopefully sooner, wouldn't that be nice? But that is the little wrap-up about what you could watch now with Star Wars rollout. And that is going to do it for this episode of the show as well. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always, and may the Force be with you, wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2020 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.